the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Where investors rule. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'd say happy holidays, but happy end of summer plays out very boring on Wall Street. Very dull, very dull indeed. Weekly jobless claims unexpectedly fall. The number of Americans filing for unemployment benefits last week fell, suggesting that a strong economy helped the labor market with trade tensions and weather them, so to speak. That's good news because this is an administration that seems to create tax cut going to help stimulate the economy. Yay. Tariffs going to slow down the economy. Boo. It's kind of like there's kind of a yo-yo going on. And seeing weekly jobless claims unexpectedly fall. You should have a job right now if you want one. The number of jobs open versus the number of people looking to get into the job ranks. You should have a job if you want one. Now, the question is, is it beneath you? I knew someone in radio many years ago who went to a great four-year college to get a communications degree. And it was a great college, like Northwestern, like top-notch. And he was a little disappointed by the entry-level salaries and a little disappointed by what a full-timer could make, a part-timer, how many full-time positions were open, how many part-time positions weren't open. And weirdly and oddly enough, he went out of the industry. <laughs> he still has a degree, which is great, but his research on the job prospects wasn't great. And, you know, as the industry has changed, as more competition has come in, you know, TV once was a FCC monopoly where there was basically three licenses, ABC, NBC, CBS, right? And there was no internet. I didn't grow up with internet, right? That came late. I, I probably did grow up with internet, but less so than the average, more so than the average person. So I remember having a, a phone modem where you had to put the phone into the modem. Like a coupler, I think it was called or something like that. Anyway, I'm totally, totally digressing. Um... U.S. producer prices were flat in July. That's good. That basically isn't creating a lot of inflation. The markets are moving higher on very low volume. That's bad. It's not bad or good. It just the low volume shows you lack of conviction. So tomorrow, if we wake up and we're in a bad mood, it could be down on very low volume. Pretty easy, right? Pretty easy concept to put your head around. Russia blasts the new U.S. sanctions plan, while the ruble and their stock slide. I'll kind of give. Trump a little credit, we've been able to shake the stock markets of other countries with the trade war with China. Their markets struggled, and with Russia, uh, if that's the end goal to show your economic might these days versus nuclear might, 
short term, we're looking pretty resilient. Russia threatened to retaliate for a new round of sanctions announced by the U.S. as the ruble and local shares fell amid spiraling tensions between the Cold War rivals. Russia used to be a, a good adversary, but now they can't do much. They have to show their bite in silly ways, like taking over the Crimean, where it's like taking over you know, the Falkland Islands. A bunch of sheep are guarding it, right? U.S. is said to be imposing new restrictions to punish President Vladimir Putin's government for the March 4 nerve agent attack on former spy Sergei Skripal and his daughter in the U.K. I know you're saying, are we still poisoning spies? <laughs> yes, I think so. I wasn't there, but I think so. And I know you're saying, in this day and age, that still happens. Uh-huh. 800-516-1228 each calls on the air. A lot of people see cryptocurrencies right now. Heading lower. 4,000 is the, the expectation, technically. I'm not a technician. I'm passing that on because it's a big story out there. Yelp saw a welcome boost in new accounts, but revenue growth, very uncertain for the company. It is an app that has persevered, even though there was a period of time where people thought Google was going to basically say, oh, you're looking at We can't find Yelp, and we have the best search engine there is. We can't find anything tied towards them. And... Uh, Google kind of backed off that. But Yelp saw a big jump in new accounts, helping its second quarter ad revenue thanks to a switch. They're now offering customers no-term ad deals. The move also makes for more inconsistent revenue predictions going forward, so expect a little bit lumpier. Small businesses are embracing the new ad type because the lower upfront cost is far more appealing. So Yelp said we've added 31,000 new accounts, three times as many as the year ago quarter. I use Yelp all the time in new cities. If, you know, I go to Truckee or Tahoe and I, I don't quite know where the Taqueria is that's authentic, Yelp tells me. Easy, easy and tells me if, if they've been shut down for food, food violations and things like that. But there's also that sticky part. You can own shares of Yelp, and you can own a restaurant, and the restaurant next to yours could be posting bogus reviews, and you have to fight to get them off, and that's got to be a pain. I don't own a restaurant, but that's got to be a pain, right? So Yelp's new business model is going to show more um, unpredictable. Wall Street doesn't like that. But we are impressed with what they've done. You know, um, dropping the terms and allowing small businesses to experiment with advertising is a definite positive. The current rate at which businesses go from claiming their Yelp page to becoming paying advertised is just 4%. It's too soon to say whether the current pace of new accounts can continue. Uh, but Yelp's doing okay. Again, though, when it comes to the world of investing, how much do you have as far as investment choices? Do you, do you really need three social companies or is Facebook enough or whatever your social is? And do you say, I'm going to balance Google with Yelp or you say, I'm going to balance Google, Facebook with Yelp. Yelp's got a lot of data, lots and lots of data. And uh, these are all data driven companies at this point in time. Warren Buffett. Always in the news, and, you know, as I get older, he gets older, and he's way older than me to start. I'm going to miss him one day. Hopefully I don't live him. He suggested that Berkshire's annual letter in 2007 that airlines were amongst the worst sort of businesses 
as they grew rapidly required significant capital to generate that growth and earn very little or no money. It does kind of stink to think about how much it costs to start up an airline, right? You lease a big plane, you have to lease a spot at an SFO. You get, you know, 100 people on a plane at they want to spend $200 to go to LA, not 220. 220 they start looking elsewhere. So, but Buffett's done an about face cuz he also sees that airlines have kind of a monopoly. So Berkshire Hathaway went from owning zero airline stocks to amassing top three shareholder stakes in four airlines. Berkshire Hathaway owns parts of American Airlines, Delta Airlines, Southwest Airlines, and United Continental. And what's good enough for Warren Buffett, one of the richest men in the world, should be good enough for you. Or is it? Or do you start going, go, no, 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 no. I want more dot-com companies. When do you consider yourself smarter than Warren Buffett? Now, again, he missed a lot of the go-go 90s, for sure. But he's also one of the greatest investors of all time. When are you smarter than Warren? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, at Rob Black Show. I'm not going to be right, but I promise you with 20-plus years' experience of radio and television and financial experience that I'm going to try to give you a good second opinion on your financial decisions. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that whole life and variable life insurance are a bad product and they're not appropriate for you. But if someone doesn't run an analysis, they're basically selling what their boss tells them to sell. You're probably going to get sold that product in large part because the boss wants to make money. He wants his employee to make money. There's commissions in those products. You're like, that's like using leeches. That's like using leeches for drawing blood. Yeah, I know. It's so old school. It shouldn't be anywhere near shape or form going on. And yet it does. And it's sad. So I find it very, very sad. Anyway, um, yeah, so my job is to give you good second opinions. So when you see a trend, for instance, we know statistically people are going to smoke, right? We know what the percentages are. That can become a very safe investment. And you're saying cigarettes, like a Philip Morris or an Altria? Go take a look. We know people are going to eat. Therefore, food stocks can become very, very boring and predictable. But boring and predictable is not a bad thing. Now, every sector can get hit with something random. We know how many people are going to visit Disneyland this year. We know what they're going to pay. We know that they're going to have X amount of margins. Within reason, we can look at historical data. But if there's a terrorist act somewhere in the United States, people go, I don't feel safe leaving home. I don't want to go to a place with a lot of people. It could be a movie theater. It could be Disneyland. It could be a sporting event. Think back 20 years ago in sporting events, and you could basically walk in uninhibited. Now it's you get patted down and like, wow, that's the world we live in, right? If you're comfortable with that, you're comfortable with that. So on occasion, I'm going to find trends for you. And sometimes I'm going to say, let's, let's also get some boring. Boring's not bad. If you take a look at a baseball team, you can't have nine Barry Bonds. It would make for a fast game. <laughs> game would be like 42 to nothing with 26 strikeouts. I know, I know. I'm not a Barry Bonds expert. I know. He probably didn't strike out that much. I probably don't even know what I'm talking about. You don't even know what you're talking about. So that's out there. 
So Roku was a company we talked a lot about 24 hours ago. And just doing a little bit of follow-up with it. It's an interesting name. Always has been, always will be. The cord-cutting story is intriguing, I think. Are you with me? He against me? Got to choose a side. Um, but their quarter was good, and Roku did well. And it sound, This may sound inane to you. It, it sounds inane to me. It, I don't even want to say it out loud. But sometimes once you get a device and you get all your passwords set up in it, sometimes you're like, I'll just leave that for a year. Or if I only have to sign into one to sign into all, I, I'll just leave that for a while. So Roku's got some advantage going there. I know it's it's kind of wonky at best, but it's out there. Um, being a first mover, a lot of people don't like switching on a regular basis. And again, Apple, not Apple, Amazon's kind of missed it. Their TV product is not the best hardware. Talking about if a company could find hire the best hardware engineer, Amazon would do it. They're throwing hardware out left and right, and that's expensive. And they're not quite getting it right. And uh, Wall Street is paying attention to that. By saying, you know, Roku has a chance. Roku hits a six-month high after reporting strong second quarter results. Do I think Roku, by the way, has a chance to double from here? I don't. You, It would take a couple quarters, a good while for you to prove that to me. Roku has a market cap of $5 billion. It's got trades at eight times sales. There's something called a price to sales ratio, which I don't talk about a lot on the show. I, but if you go to the library this weekend while the kids are out there reading or something, sneak into the financial area and, and pick up what's called a value line. and start, Or even go to YouTube and Google and say how to read a value line. Price to sales is kind of important. Um, different stocks can have different trade at different metrics. You would say a, a software company might have a PE of price to earnings of 18 to 20, whereas a hardware company, a price to earnings of 10 to 12. Apple's been valued as a hardware company for a long time, and now we're starting to stretch the valuations as if it's more of a software or a services company. So Roku's very much so hardware, in my opinion, at this point in time. But they had a nice quarter. Um, Roku saw less discounting on streaming devices. For the first time, they're participating in the upfront advertising season. was very successful. News Channel is doing well, helping engagement. Speakers are something that Roku is starting to roll out, and that makes me nervous. Now, speakers make a TV a better product. Speakers make an Apple Music a better product. I get speakers. Don't, don't get me wrong. Roku Pay reduces friction for signing up for streaming services. So you can now do streaming services through Roku. Okay. Roku does license some content. Okay, maybe they'll down the road they'll try to be like a Netflix or something, right? Or maybe they could get into the classic movies. Who Who's Netflix of classic movies, right? No one is. So maybe down the road, that's the angle, right? So, um, yes, yeah, so the Roku channel, I, I just started to get myself up to speed with their depth of what they do or what they're trying to do. And I'm not a big fan of hardware that can become commodity. Not at all. And that's exactly what happened with uh, the GoPro cameras. 
where a lot of people are like, you know, this Apple camera is pretty good. This, you know, this uh, sports camera is pretty good. This GoPro is pretty good. GoPro kind of got it a little ahead of themselves. And I'll say, you know, sometimes you would fly and you'd see the GoPro channel and you'd be like, that's pretty cool. Like, is this guy really riding down a mountain on what looks like six inches? So if his bike goes one way or the other, he, he falls to his death. And apparently people do these kind of things, which again, not me. Uh, I'll stay right here in the comfortable old home. But uh, Roku, back to do you buy it or not? It's really tough to buy a hardware company traded at seven times sales. A software company, I'll go up to eight times, but not a hardware. So now I have to convince myself, is it really a software or is it really a services company or is that just you know, breathing smoke? We know they're going to sell a lot of hardware as people cut the cord and go, how do you do streaming TV? So, but do they stick around in the long term and, like, I don't, do I, do I need to upgrade my Roku that I got last year? The one from two years ago, I feel like I do, but not this year. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Are stocks ready to pop or are stocks ready to drop? This is the time of year where we start getting towards Halloween. Ooh, spooky. Right? Wall Street has had some bad months in the months of October. It's just fair to say. Is it the transition from summer, like, oh, I've done nothing all summer long, to now I have to get back to work? Whoa, what happened? Everything got really expensive. Let's sell it all. October can be kind of a scary month. Are stocks ready to pop or drop? I don't look at it that way. I'm, I would say if I were to have a longer-term thesis, it's, it's how does capitalism play out? Is it pure capitalism? Is it greed? Is it, is it, is it speculation? I'm I'm not a do stocks pop or drop kind of guy. I'll take a look at things along the lines of oil. And oil's having a very, very, very bad day. Which, as a human being, you know the seal that you're like, don't swim into the oil. Don't swim into the oil seal. I'm the I'm the guy who would swim into the oil. Or even a better example is getting on the New York City Metro and you got headphones on. That's a mistake. Because people warn you, don't sit there, don't sit there. Oh, I just sat in that. Oh, good golly. So oil is a product that I try to avoid as far as, as far as the hard asset. I know a financial planner, CFP, if you will, who talks the talk about hard assets. I'm like, you don't really know hard assets, but he talks the talk. So oil is something that is having a very bad day. Investors are looking at tariffs right now. Oil and energy investors run for cover. Stick with the killers or the Magic Dragons theme, right? U.S. Energy Information Administration data. That's the fun one. USEIEA shows that exports to China in May will hit a 10-month low. Uh-oh. So oil stocks are falling on this news that exporting oil and gas that China will find other people to import their oil and gas that they want. So a lot of what President Trump was planning is starting to um, not backfire, but show its its ramifications. It's, it's how it plays out. And interesting to note that I would say the law of unintended conquest unintended consequences where you you want to do one thing but other ramifications come out of it other ripples 
it's starting to show itself. And you saw in the elections this week that this could be a very bad year for the GOP if they don't get on to better messaging or if they don't get high ter- uh, voter turnout. Voter turnout's big. <laughs> That's one thing I've learned, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, assume nothing. I've got a niece who works in the voter registration world, and uh, there was one election in Virginia last year that was decided by one vote. Now, when all is said and done, it was probably like 10 votes. I don't know. But that's pretty crazy. And uh, it's out there. It's out there. That's how divided of a country we are right now. So oil having a bad day in the United States. Oil stocks. I pay attention to that. Gold, I don't really pay attention to. Have you noticed that I haven't really talked about gold? We haven't hear, heard, it's gold, Jerry. Gold. In probably 24 months. It's just not a part of the speculation. And it will be. Last October, November, December, I couldn't do the show without talking about Bitcoin. It'll come back. We're not hearing the little Mario dollars uh, pop around right now. That's the beauty about Wall Street is we, we do, every year it's something. And then it changes. Sometimes it's fear of inflation. Sometimes it's fear of nuclear threat. Sometimes it's fear of uh, deflation. Sometimes it's job gains. Like Every year it's different. And that's, that's kind of the fun thing about it. It keeps you a little bit young. Now, I'm not one to get into bonds because I don't think bonds are going to be good radio and I don't think I'm going to help people enough there. Bonds are a great corporate IOU. You can own corporate bonds and get 2%, 1% and pay taxes on that. And by the time you do transaction costs, there's almost no gain. But should you be in a bond fund for long term? Yeah, for some of your safe money. I don't really believe in safe money. Until I do. I still believe in capitalism more so than I do believe in let's protect this. Now, again, that's a silly thing to say out loud because it sounds like I don't believe in safe money. I don't believe in talking about it. I believe in saying best thing you can do is max out your 401k, get diversified and do it again. And again. And again. So those are out there. Elon Musk said something earlier this week that I'm going to take as a a negative sign. He said, I want to take the company private. He thinks I'm worth more. He thinks I'm smarter than the market. I'm going to pay a premium and take the company private. Now that would be great for him because he wouldn't have to deal with people who question him. He doesn't like to be questioned. Now, what would it do for you if you're a shareholder? You're going to lose your voting rights. He's talking about maybe keeping around, maybe not. So will a private Tesla be more empowered to execute a long-term strategy than a public Tesla? Do you remember a couple years ago, Tesla did a a thing down, I want to say it was Studio City, LA. I could be wrong, but it was one of those movie lots. And they basically put solar tiles on houses. And they're cool solar tiles. They look like the Spanish Deco, um, red tiles, Beautiful. They don't look like solar tower, solar panels that are like my neighbors, big and clunky and gaudy. And he's got a new set. You know what? What about the ones from five years ago, ten years ago? So Tesla's got this beautiful, beautiful um, solar panels that basically are your roof. They're roof tiles. And they they did this announcement probably eighteen months ago. They've installed twelve in California. Twelve. Twelve. And mostly those are in Northern California. Uh, They're having problems manufacturing and problems selling. 
it's really expensive to install, and people are saying, you know, in the end, they vote with their dollar, with their 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 wallet. I get it. You see presidents get reelected if the economy is going well. You see presidents get ousted if the economy starts to go bad. People vote with their wallet. So circling back to the elections and the GOP and what's going to happen, it's going to change Wall Street. If, if the Democrats sweep in, the chances of impeachment are much, much more real. The chances of no more um, Republican agenda would, would fade quickly. Now, do they sweep in and, and dominate or do they sweep in and just break up the majority? I don't know. What I know is so very little on is politics. You want to hear me sound stupid. Try to say a biotech name. Can't do it. Can't do it. You want to hear me sound uh, one inch deep and a mile wide? Let's talk politics. Just not very good at it. It's good that I know that, right? So value investors haven't been doing much recently. You remember Carl Icahn a couple years ago? bought Apple and he, he took it from like 90 to 140 and he was a genius. Um, he's left a double on the table. And I bring that up because Carl Icahn, is, he's one of those boisterous New Yorkers. Like, wow, you really are like from your daddy's daddy's loin. And he really like did like city garbage and loved the taste of it. And, you know, thinks that a bagel is the most perfect food in the world. Bagel's not the most perfect food in the world. Plus, it's got a bad name. It just sounds odd, right? If you're in the South, you think it's a dog. There's a bagel over there. He's walking real slow. But anyway, I'm digressing yet again. Don't digress, Rob. Don't digress. Focus. But um, Carl Icahn would get on CNBC and he'd like you know, talk about Apple or not talk about Apple and he left a lot of money on the table. And I bring that up because you may love this guy or you may love me or you may love, you know, whoever your Buddha is or your guru. Happy, you know, in love with the way China plays out and just the sheer numbers that go back to the 2008 Olympics that are now 10 years past. Wow. You say the China Olympics were 10 years. I know, right? Things happen quick. So anyway, and anyhow, and that brought China on the stage, and that became a great investment because of it. China said, you know, hey, we're ready for this. We could put on a show. And believe it or not, Wall Street sometimes says, well, that's good enough for us to invest in. Elsewhere out there, sticking with uh, Warren Buffett, Southwest uh, soars on traffic. Trading higher following its July traffic report. Higher fuel cost and capacity worries have weighed the airline sector, but Southwest is basically had to deal with the impact of a passenger's death, and it created some weakness, which created an opportunity. It's not like John Shatner from Papa John's using the N-word has created a lot of weakness in the stock. Is it an opportunity? <laughs> you, you, it's never an easy answer, is it? Or do you wait for it to go lower? That guy's got a lot of shares to that company, his own company is putting up a poison pill to stop him. Those are days that hurt to wake up and get out of bed. Wake up and get out of bed. Good work. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Max out your 401k. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. The other day I was running a bit late. And uh, as I've gotten older, my hair kind of looks awful. It can go wiry quickly. It can go 
push to the left, smoosh to the right kind of thing. So I take one last squirt of, um, I guess, kind of a conditioner that kind of lays everything flat. And I go on air and you see a little bit of a look like dander on my shoulder. And it's not. It's just, and it doesn't matter if it is. It's normal to have skin on your shoulder, right? Um, but my producer, who doesn't have much going on in his life, he takes a picture of it, but he overexposes it. So it, it looks like these alien pieces of dander far on me. And my, my skin's part of it's like overexposed red. Part of it's like I look like I'm irradiated. My shirt looks like it's got white streaks in it that it didn't have white streaks at all. <laughs> and he shared it with, with one of the bosses in TV. And ultimately, I don't care. But what's funny about it is he created fake news. And it would probably mortify him. So he wasn't using like color matching in any way, shape, or form. He just put a big flash on it so it makes it look we- weird and all worse. But anyway, that's how petty the TV industry could be, right? You with me against me? You know a company that had a great quarter, and again, I I hate people who are petty. I hate it. It's the most vile thing I I've, I see in the world. People who are inane, people who are petty, people who are banal. Uh, not my thing. Anyhow, and anyway, Yelp. Had a great quarter. Stock's up 27% in one day. And it's it's almost like I am going back to the, you know, the USO happy days are here again. Wait, wait. Did you say Yelp is up 25, 28% in one day? I said Yelp's up 28% in one day. That's right. Now I want to eat some corn chips and sit on the couch. They had a remarkably good quarter. And good for them. Uh, it's on my phone. Is it on your phone? Probably is my guess, right? And then you've seen things come and go. And I'm not going to say Groupon's gone. If I ever want a car wash, it's the first place I go. If I ever want a three-course meal at a restaurant that I would never eat at, that's the place I would go. And you're saying a three-course meal. Ooh, fancy. I know. Um, anyway, but Yelp stuck around. They've, they've done nice. And Roku yesterday, we talked about them. They're up 9% today. They beat on stronger guidance. And, you know, Amazon, for as tough and mean of a company as they are, they still make crap hardware product. And uh, Roku makes a better hardware product. And Roku's kind of taking the money rake right now and saying, thank you very much. Money rake. Patent pending. Copyright ensuing. You know, someone was dumb enough to uh, trademark or try to trademark copyright buckets of money. Can you imagine? What's your claim to fame? Oh, I got a term called buckets of money. (laughs) What's your real claim to fame? You're not allowed to practice anymore. Anyway, Disney, their quarter, how'd it go? How do you like it? How do you like it? Uh, It was okay quarter. But we're getting to the point like Black Panther. Whew. What does it take to make Disney stock move? Disney's got to convince, you know, the, the stock market that their strategy right now is working. You have Black Panther basically dominate, come out of nowhere, create a new franchise that she can get the cash cow, Betsy, and milk that puppy for a while. But it doesn't matter. Disney has to convince Wall Street that they can take on Amazon and Netflix in streaming. And you know what? I kind of believe they do. Again, what I'm paying for on cable, less and less going forward. Um, 
now again, YouTube, you know, there's there's paying for it. You know, the un unlimited streaming internet ain't cheap. You get the idea. Um, so anyway, 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 Disney has to prove to us that they can do it for the stock to really spring forward. They've got this Fox deal that we don't want it to take a long time. They want to spin off the Sky uh, Satellite Division as soon as possible. Investors have been seeing transformations, you know, like Disney before, where Adobe moved from software to software as a service. Um, we're still waiting to see if Walmart can transform into more of an Amazon-like service. So sometimes companies have to transform, and that's what we're waiting for with Am with uh, Apple, Blah, Disney. <clears throat> Little, uh, how shall we say, Food, mouth poisoning. So, so I know, I know, I know, I know. So Disney could come out with the last Star Wars movie, and it could be the best movie of all time. People cry, people are amazed, people faint. It ain't gonna move the stock. We want you to be like Netflix because it's not so much about the trilogy that's ending now or the saga, whatever it is. It's all about the future. Where will my kids be putting their eyeballs? We know I'm going to be at Buffalo Wild Wings becoming a degenerate gambler, watching sports all day long, asking them to open early, asking them to stay up late. So I'll be at Buffalo Wild Wings gambling. Where will the kids' eyeballs be? So Disney has to show because we really don't care about ESPN. If we can stream it, we want it. We really don't care about the cable anymore. More and more people are cutting it pretty aggressively. So Black Panther taught me one thing. Disney, they, no one can, from a stock perspective, it's all about Netflix. How do they compete with Netflix? Not how do they get the next billion dollar or trillion dollar franchise. So that's out there. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Go to newfocusfinancial.com and do your what's my risk number test. It's always fascinating to see things kick back to you and show you where you are and aren't in the race to the finish line of Wall Street and life. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.